Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is Mark Stevens, the president and CEO of the Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra. He has more than 20 years of experience in the international classical musical world. Music world and musical. He was with the National Arts Centre Orchestra, where under his leadership, the orchestra received two Juno Awards and five nominations. He was a director on the Board of Orchestras Canada and was with the London Symphony Orchestra, where they worked with the Olympics and some big-time movies. Some pretty cool things to talk about this morning with you, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, David. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, David. Um... Should we start with uh, fo- football? <laughs> Always. <laughs> uh, you know, both of us are f- football fans. Indeed. And uh, do you still have a team in England you follow? Now, I support Woking. Well, no well, one's heard that? of Woking. What's that? Right? <laughs> Woking is the nearest small town to me. It's a football club that's over 150 years old. And my best friend supports Woking. Now, of course, when we were 10 years old, we supported Manchester United. But then, you know, when you realize you've never been to Old Trafford or Manchester and, and you should really support local, uh, then you, you, you grow up and you, you switch your allegiance. And Woking, so it's a semi-professional team. It occasionally has these brief moments of glory and, and you, you cry next to each other on the stands, as we were, <laughs> you can imagine. And, uh, and then it has these periods where you've just got to stick with it and put your shoulder into the wind and deal with the... So you, men- you mentioned support local. Um, how did and um, how does the you know economic uh, roller coaster we're experiencing in Calgary in the last uh, nine years has impacted the Calgary Philharmonic? Yeah, it's a huge impact, as you can imagine. So I've been here for nearly two years now. So I haven't been up and down on that roller coaster yet. I feel like I'm on the on the up. That's the that's the hope anyway. And uh, I am told, and I look at the numbers, and I can see that when the um, bottom dropped out of the of the resource market, maybe, eight, as you say, eight, nine years ago, that um, really impacted the orchestra in terms of corporate sponsorship. Um, but of course, it also impacts the, the wider city and who's coming to concerts and how much people can afford and so on. So we're, we're very much um, on that roller coaster with everybody in the community. There are always opportunities um, in those moments. I think people need music, the arts, community, and bringing people together even more when times are tough. Um, but we're also there to help celebrate as well. You've done some really interesting and creative things uh, with the CPO over the last number of years just to get a new audience to come in. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I would give all credit to my predecessors and my colleagues who are on the team there because they've been doing a lot of work. It's why I wanted to come here. I've been admiring the Calgary Phil from afar in terms of what they've been doing with the programming, but also how they've been branding the orchestra and how they've been connecting to communities. And that's very close to my heart. I didn't grow up with orchestral music. Um, a lot of people you may assume in, in my business have, have got a degree in the violin and have studied this for many years and been on that stage and so on. I, I haven't. I, my knees are knocking when I go up to make a speech before a concert and I have even more appreciation for the skills that my colleagues behind me and are on stage are, are bringing. So I came to this in my early 20s, um, by luck, frankly. And once I was in the, in the door, I was, I was trapped. And, I, and I, I love this music and I love all the different ways that an orchestra can, can appear in its community and on the stage, off the stage and, and so on. And the impact it has on the ecosystem. 
And so that's a great example here. You know, in the last, just in the last few months, we've, we've been, of course, we've been performing a lot of great classical music with international classical stars and a lot of our audience loves that. But we're also performing with Corb Lund, you know, fantastic local and, you know, national, international star based locally. And that was just one of the most beautiful concerts I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've done the music for Black Panther with the film Live Above Our Heads with Masamba Diop uh, performing um, with the orchestra. He was the talking drum player on the original soundtrack. So we do, we do something for everyone. We have our kids' concerts, we have our schools' concerts and so mm-hmm. on. So really trying to make sure that there's something for all ages, for all demographics, um, for everyone across the city. And that's actually our vision that we'll be rolling out in the next few months, um, which is the Calgary Field belongs to everyone. Mm. it's not you belong to us, you're not our patron, you know, we, we belong to you, we're your orchestra. And we hope that in the same way that you may not really like hockey, but you're glad that there's a, a hockey team in town like the Flames. But So we hope that people will feel the same, that they may come to the orchestra, they may love it, but they also may go, do you know what, that's just a great thing to have in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, because, as I say, we're, we're on the stage, but we're also trying to be around the city, across the city, and doing a lot of education and outreach work as well, like our Phil Kids program. And as I say, trying to pop up wherever people may may fall fall across us. So we we, uh, we have concerts that we do at lunchtime for free in places like the Suncor building and the Brookfield building. And, and I just love that. exposure, yeah. right? Because yeah. a lot of people believe the well, the Philharmonic must be for the elite. Yeah. And I don't know why I suddenly need an English accent for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so weird. I mean, <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> but I'm playing into the stereotype. Right? Well, but that's just it, right? So how do you then get people to understand, no, like it's it's reasonable you can people can afford to come to the philharmonic and it's fun exactly i think it's lots of different ways sometimes it's one-to-one just talking to people i've taken many people to the orchestra for the first time and they will say well what should i wear what do i need to know what do i need to do so you don't need to worry about anything just just wear what you like i'm going to be wearing jeans or trainers or whatever mm-hmm. and sometimes i'll be wearing a suit and tie it depends on the night and who else i've got to, to see that night can we come with uh, boots and uh, jeans and uh, belt Cowboy absolutely hat. i'm wearing that <laughs> right now because it's stampede and um yeah we have a lot of that depends on the concert but yeah frankly you can wear anything and i think that that's that's important that the people next to you aren't judging you you're all in there to enjoy music together and it's that community feeling that we realized even more during covid and and the lockdowns and not being able to gather together it's not just about the performance because you can watch a performance on on your tv it's about actually being there in the room with the performers having other people breathing and and reacting around you that, that that's so important our guest this morning is mark stevens president and ceo of calgary philharmonic orchestra mark what is the one or two um top priorities you have for the 2023-2024 years yeah here? so we're continuing to build back so when i arrived here nearly two years ago we had just come through a year and a half of no performances in, for in-person audiences. We'd done a lot online, and that's another way that we are reaching out to new audiences to the earlier question. Um, and we had lots of, frankly, opportunities that came out of that that we wouldn't have had if not for COVID. But during that time, a lot of people got out of the habit of coming out at all, of, of coming to the orchestra, coming downtown. So we've really been trying to 
build people's confidence back. And we still hear people saying, gosh, you know, I haven't been out in three years. We should do this more often. And I want to tap them on the shoulder and say, yes, please, because <laughs> all, all of the performing arts and restaurants and everybody else that's part of this ecosystem really needs people to, to get back into those habits again. So we're continuing to do that. So this last year was the season that was, was uninterrupted again, um, which, was, which was great. We had a lot of interruptions the previous season from COVID rearing its ugly head again with Omicron. We were losing players, artists and, and audience, frankly. So continuing that trend, we need to build up our, our support again through through the um, corporate sponsorship, through the individual donations, because we really rely on that. It's crowdsourcing, right? Um, what we do is is very expensive and it's, it's covered by a combination of ticket sales, of, of public funding and of, of individuals and, and donors. So building that up again and also getting out into the communities again. And, you know, we need a stable base to do that from um, and really trying to build up our education programs, getting the schools um, back into the schools concerts. Uh, we have a, a really good um, record, I would say, of, of bringing in young people. So when I look at the demographics of who's coming to our concerts, there's a, there's a real wide range. It's all around the clock. It's not the assumption that, well, everyone coming to the orchestra must be over 90 or something. Not at all. We, we see everybody. In fact, our largest segment is the 35 to 44 range hmm. but we have a lot of school groups coming in we have you know school groups come across from ontario or bc for some sort of trip and they say hey what's on tonight and they come to the orchestra so we'll end up with 100 200 school kids in the room and of course the the broader the age range the more energy there is in in the room and in fact i recently brought um, some young friends in and three and a half year old gabriel was hmm. there for his first concert and I sat them as close to the stage as I could. And they were, they, considering that him and his sister had been at each other's throats just minutes before, they behaved impeccably. And they were just mesmerized by the orchestra. But I could see him almost flinching and reacting and jumping because he'd never heard an orchestra before. And the, the range, if you think you know what you're hearing because you've heard a recording, really you haven't until you're in the room with it. And afterwards, his mum said to him, so, so what did you think of the concert? And he said... The music hurt my feelings, oh. <laughs> which which I thought was the best review ever. And she says, yeah, it doesn't mean like you or I would say it as adults, but you know that he was on an emotional roller coaster, and mm. it really brought home to me that that's what we're there for. Those of us who who love it, and I'm lucky, I get to go to every concert. Um, but you know, all the all the different um, uh, people that I talk to, that when you when you say that, you realise that it it really is this emotional roller coaster that you get to go on mm-hmm. with other people. We're with Mark Stevens, the president and CEO of the Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, but just before that, we want to thank Calgary Economic Development for being our ongoing sponsor. It's the reason we stay on the air. We'll be right back. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. We're back with Mark Stevens, the president and CEO of the Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra. Earlier you talked about how, you know, you didn't grow up playing and passionate with a specific instrument you know you were loving uh, football or soccer as we call it here and so you had some different interests and then landed into it kind of by accident at 20 you say so how did that actually happen where you landed in this industry 
It's a great question. I'll try and give you the short version because, of course, when one looks back at one's life, you, you see this narrative that maybe wasn't there at the time. Um, I, I sang a lot at chapel when I was growing up. My, mm. my parents were very religious and we had music at school and there was a, always a keyboard instrument at home, usually organs, reed organs and, and then a ha- gigantic Hammond organ at some point. So there was always music around me. My parents had a gigantic LP collection um, with a bit of Gilbert and Sullivan, one classical record I remember, Prokofiev's Peter and the Wolf, and, um, and Val Dunican, if anyone knows who, who that is. Uh, so there was music around and singing and, and so on. But then I, I stumbled into this because I was studying music industry management at university, the first course of its kind, and my minor was Italian. And of course, with Italian, you can't go far before you fall into opera. And our Italian teacher insisted that we went to this touring opera that was coming through the town. And then I was doing a, a, a placement. I, so I, I studied for my second semester in Italy and got a work placement at an opera festival just purely by chance. And that was when I got to hear an, a live orchestra in person for the first time. But then, of course, you realise, well, I've been listening to the Star Wars soundtrack since I was, mm. I, well, before I can remember, mm-hmm. right? And, and music on film and, and all these other influences. Um, but then hearing it live, hearing that, that opera really, I will say opera was my gateway drug. To classical music and I still love it dearly and we've got great opera here in Calgary with Calgary Opera. So then again by luck I, I ended up sing, singing in an opera chorus because my mum said hey you like this you should do this just to fill the time and she was right she usually is. <laughs> and As and mums are. Mums are <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then I basically got a job by accident again, in an opera company as my first job in the music industry. And when I walked through that door and I saw the amazing people working in opera, and again, it's this, this idea that we have of this, of this elite other special world, which it can be. That was a very fancy country house opera in England called Glyndebourne Opera. And yes, there were Rolls Royces and Ferraris bringing people to, to have fancy opera, but they were also working in prisons and working in local schools and doing a huge amount of work in their community. And that was an early important, not just a lesson for me, but also an inspiration and why I carried on. And everything that I've done in classical music has always had this, yes, this is what you are presenting on the stage and what audiences are enjoying there, but there's all this other bit of the iceberg that most people aren't aware of, but is making a huge impact in communities. So I went from there, I've worked in Young Artist, a Young Artist program that was inspired, in fact, by the Banff Centre. So there's a, there's oh. a circle here with Alberta. The Banff Centre has inspired a lot of different programs around the world. A lot yeah, of people. top notch. Yeah. And in fact, that's why I'm here. Because um, I'm here because of my wife, another brilliant woman in my life. <laughs> and she was traveling the world and, and ended up in Lake Louise um, many moons ago and fell in love with the Rockies and with Alberta and a lot of Albertans and discovered the Banff Center and, and that beautiful town. And she got herself a, a work visa to, to come there for a year and made so many friends and, and left her heart here, basically, that many years later, when she, she brought me here in 2012 to Calgary for the first time, and we went up the tower and to Drumheller and up the Athabasca Highway <laughs> and all these beautiful things, stayed with our friends here in town, who I already knew for a decade already because they visited us, visited us in the UK. And then when the opportunity came just to move to Canada to be at the National Arts Centre in Ottawa a couple of years later, I jumped at the, t- at the chance. We weren't looking to move from London. We didn't think we'd ever change from the jobs we were doing, but Canada was too too good to resist. Mm. And here we are, nine years later, and, and I saw this opportunity come up and carry it. Okay, time, time for the next move. And I think I'm just a piece on my brilliant wife's chessboard of getting her back, back to Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> and... 
you know, we've we've been citizens now for, uh, since 2019, and and we just we pinch ourselves every day and think how lucky we are to be Canadian, to be living in Calgary, and to be close to the mountains and to be enjoying the community here. How weird was it to say allegiance to to the Queen as an Englishman? It was <laughs> odd because, and everyone said, "Well, haven't you done that already?" Like, When no. I was born, I yeah. couldn't speak. <laughs> uh, Mark Stevens is our guest. He's the president and CEO of Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra. So, Mark, September, I think your new. Se- what can we expect in the 2023-2024 season? for every Calgarian to enjoy. Absolutely. There's something for everyone. So, of course, we've got brilliant classical music. Uh, later in the season, we've got Ilya Ovcherenko, who won the International Honan's Piano Competition last last year with the orchestra, and he'll be back later in the season. Didn't he just win the Arthur Rubenstein in Tel Aviv? He may well have done. Yes, I you're, think You're more did. up to date than I am. Yeah, he did. I'll look that up. Thank you for yeah. the heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we have Joshua Bell, brilliant violinist, But we also have a lot of pops concerts. We have Kapathia Jenkins doing a concert called All Soul, Soul Music and just brilliant stuff like that. Um, we've got Brett Kissel um, coming in. We're very, very pleased about that. Now, a little aside, I was at the Juno Awards in um, probably 20, it must have been, not this last one, just gone in Edmonton, but the one in Toronto the year before. And I was backstage meeting a bunch of folks and, and I met Brett and I, I, to my shame, I didn't quite know who he was and how huge he was. And I was saying, we should get you on with the orchestra. And he was very polite to me. And I went back to the team and they said, yeah, we've been trying to get Brett for a long time. He's, you know, this, you need, this is what you need to know. So I'm <laughs> incredibly pleased that, that he's going to be with the orchestra. Thanks to the See, Taylor you family. had an influence. <laughs> it <laughs> happened after you had the chat. Make it happen. That's, yep. that's the well, thing. When is the orchestra doing a, a country music concert? Well, that will be with Brett. With in, Brett. And that's in November. Yeah. That's another guy I don't know from the country. Oh. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Look, we're learning, yeah. right? We're, we're learning. We'll I'm learning here. Through this program, I'm learning yeah. about country music. <laughs> well, it's, it's all great music, right? It's fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a great opportunity that we have here with so many great artists. And thanks to the Taylor Family Foundation yeah. that supports those concerts. Well, you, But, when you can combine two different genres... I mean, that's amazing. You get a whole new audience in. Yep. And it's all music. It's yeah. all good music. And, and the orchestra is such a great palette for any kind of music. So we have a concert um, later in the season, in, in the new year, um, with the Indigidivas, which is four indigenous um, singers, um, opera trained, you know, classically trained, and they'll be singing a com- combination of indigenous composers and opera classics. And that's, again, these, these wonderful worlds mixing and creating beautiful new community. Um, so, we have the music of Fleetwood Mac, if, if, you're, a, if you're a fan of that opening the, of opening course. the season. Love too, it. Right? When is that? That's in September, uh, 8th and 9th of September. So. Oh. oh, I like that. <laughs> so you've worked all around the world uh, with different orchestras. How does the Calgary market compete against on the world stage? That's a great question. I, I avoid that question because I think we're about where we are. And depending on, you know, if you're in a city like London, where I was for 12 years, the London Symphony is, is one of five major orchestras in that city, and there are another 10 or 15 sort of next-tier orchestras going on there. And that's, that's the case in many of the very old capitals of the world. Mm-hmm. And they have a business model where they need to be touring the world. They, need, you know, they were at a point where they were making recordings at a certain point. Now, the Calgary Phil is 60, 65 years old right now. So, and it has a very different starting point and a very different reason for being. Now, for, for sure, we could be touring across Canada, the US and, and the world and holding our own with the best. We have international level players here. And one of the things that I'm most pleased about that I've discovered here is that many of our players were born in Calgary. 
and they came up through the ecosystem here and we have to be proud and we have to nurture the garden that we have that's producing great musicians whether it's through the young canadians and the stampede through the calgary youth orchestra through the mount royal university and, and everything else that we have here they get this start sometimes it's through our players they come and hear the orchestra they hear other art forms and then they go and study at mcgill or in new york or in london and then they come back mm. and they add more to to our communities so that so i think yes we can compete but that's not where my mind is. We're, we're, about, we're about Calgary, we're about Alberta, and how do we serve those communities? And that really has to be the, the ground we stand on. You had mentioned uh, earlier about, um, you know, obviously you've worked on some big scores for movies, Harry po- including Harry Potter. We got to wrap up really quickly here, but you said that you had some interesting convos with George Clooney, with Paul McCartney. Can you do that in 45 seconds? <laughs> well, McCall, Paul McCartney told me his favorite joke, and I'll, uh, forgive me for the Liverpool accent if I go for it. He's, Terrorists have hidden a bomb in a tin of alphabet soup. If it goes off, it could spell disaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Paul McCartney. That's yeah. Paul McCartney. That's a good, that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> Our but, guest this morning was Mark Stevens, president and CEO of Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra. Let's support the local orchestra. Thank you, Mark, for being our guest. Thank you, David. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. 